السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ في سبيل الله كمثل حبة أنبتت سبع سنابل في كل سنبلة مئة حبة والله يضاعف لمن يشاء والله واسع علیم الدین یونفقون اموالهم في سبيل الله ثم لا يتبعون ما انفقوا منا ولا اذى لهم اجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون قول معروف ومغفرة خير من صدقة يتبعها أذى والله غني حليم يا أيها الذين آمنوا لا تبطلوا صدقاتكم بالمن والأذى كالذي ينفق ما له رئاء الناس ولا يؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر فمثله كمثل صفوان عليه تراب فأصابه وابل فتركه صلدا لا يقدرون على شيء مما كسبوا والله لا يهدي القوم الكافرين ومثل الذين ينفقون أموالهم ابتغاء مرضات الله وتثبيتا من أنفسهم كمثل جنة بربوة أصابها وابل فآتت أكلها ضعفين فإن لم يصبها وابل فطل 
واللہ بما تعملون بصیر احدکم ان تکون لہو جنت من نخیل و ارناب تجری من تحتها الانہار لہو فیہا من کل السمرات و اصابہ الكبر وله ذرية ضعفاء فأصابها إعصار فيه نار فاحترقت كذلك يبين الله لكم الآيات لعلكم تتفكرون بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم At the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, we learned about the qualities of people who are successful. And of their qualities is that they are generous. وَمِمَّا رَزَقُنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ Out of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them, they also spend on others. They spend on those in need, they spend in the path of Allah, they spend in obedience to Allah, they spend so that they can worship Allah. They don't just use their money for the satisfaction of their desires and their worldly needs. They use their money in order to make them successful in the hereafter also. They use their money to earn the pleasure of Allah. And we see this theme of generosity throughout Surah Al-Baqarah. We learned in the first juz that the Bani Israel were told to do ihsan with who? Their parents and their relatives. Right? And those in need and the orphans. And part of ihsan is that you also spend on other people. Then we learned that righteousness, al-bir, is not just that you face a certain direction in prayer. Part of righteousness is that, وَآتَ الْمَالَ عَلَى حُبِّهِ That a person gives his money to others even though he loves his money for himself. Even though he likes it, he gives it to others. In Surah Al-Baqarah, we learned in the second juz how the Sahaba asked the Prophet ﷺ about where they should spend. يَسْأَلُونَكَ مَاذَا يُنْفِقُونَ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala advised them that whatever extra they have, they should give. Whatever they have, they want to spend, they should spend on those close to them and those who are also in need. Then we learned about fasting. That if a person is not able to fast, then he has to give kafara, an expiation. And part of that expiation is feeding the people in need, giving them food. We learned about divorce, right? That how even at the time of divorce, what does a man have to do? He has to give something to the woman, right? We learned about an open invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا Who would give to Allah a good loan? And there are many more verses we learned in Surah Al-Baqarah that encourage us to spend, to give. So here, in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the reward, the benefit of spending in His obedience. What is the reality of spending in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah says, مَثَلُ The example of الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ 
of those people who spend their properties, their wealth. Amwal is the plural of mal. So they spend their amwal where? Fi sabilillah in the way of Allah. And you have studied this before. Fi sabilillah means for the religion of Allah. It also means in order to worship Allah. So for example, you buy a book so that you can learn about Allah. Right? You buy your ticket so that you can go perform umrah. You buy a hijab so that you can pray. Right? So this is part of spending in the way of Allah. And thirdly, it also includes spending for His pleasure, to please Him. So those who spend, not selfishly, not on their desires only, they spend for the sake of Allah. Their example is كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ is like that of a grain. Habba is a seed, a seed grain. Okay? Like for example, Habbatu Sauda. What is Habbatu Sauda? The black seed. You know about the black seed? It's a cure, right? The Prophet ﷺ encouraged us to use it for cure. A black seed is like a sesame seed. What's a sesame seed? That small tiny seed on your bagel. Right? That small tiny seed. So, their example is like that of a seed, okay, a tiny seed, which when you put in the soil, and eventually it sprouts, it grows. When it grows, ambatat, it grows sab'a sanabil. It grows seven spikes. Sanabil is a plural of sumbula, and the word sumbula is actually in the ayah after fi kulli. Alright? What is a sumbula? Sumbula is the grain-bearing tip. Okay? The grain-bearing tip of the stem of a plant. Like for example, you have the stalk, and it's not just one stalk, it has offshoots. Okay? And at the tip of each offshoot is a cluster of seeds, a cluster of grain. That is what a sumbula is, a cluster of Seeds or grains. Okay? So, sometimes in one sumbula, there are ten seeds. Sometimes there are fifty. Sometimes there are seven. Sometimes there is only a few. Depending on the type of the plant and the quality of that plant. Alright? An ear of corn is also an example of a sumbula. Okay? So each grain of corn is what? A habba that is growing on that sumbula. Okay? And how many grains or how many kernels do you have on one ear of corn? How many? Too many, right? Has anybody tried to count them ever? Yeah, you did? How many were they? You don't remember. Okay, because you probably lost count, right? So, there are a lot. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that here, for those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah, when that habba, that tiny thing that they've given in the way of Allah, it grows seven spikes, and in each spike, fi kulli sumbulatin mi'atu habba. There are a hundred seeds, a hundred grains. So then how many do you have? A hundred times seven. How many? Seven hundred. Seven hundred seeds are coming out of one seed. This is the example of those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah. What does it mean? It means that when you give one thing in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will get the reward multiplied 
many times. You will not get the reward for giving just one dollar. You will get the reward as if you spent seven hundred dollars. Because the Prophet ﷺ said that every good deed that the son of Adam performs will be multiplied tenfolds to seven hundred folds to many other folds to as much as Allah wills. Seven hundred is not the limit. Seven hundred is just an example. Because wallahu yudarifu liman yasha. Allah multiplies the reward for whoever that He wills. Wallahu wasi'un alim. And Allah is one who encompasses. His treasures are vast. His generosity is great. And He is knowing. He knows what you're giving with what sincerity and what conviction. So Allah will reward accordingly. What does this ayah mean? This means that when you spend in the way of Allah, anything, it's as if you are sowing a seed. And when you bury the seed, what does it mean? It means two things. First of all, it means you have to part from the seed. You can't keep it with you. You have to put it under the ground. You have to bury it. And burying something is like killing it. Isn't it? When do you bury somebody? When they have died. But this seed you are burying in the soil. Why? So that it will grow. Isn't that amazing? Just like that, when you give something away, you may feel as if you've lost it. It's gone. I gave a hundred dollars, I gave fifty dollars, gone. Now I have nothing left. I have empty pockets. No, it's not gone. Because yes, even though you have parted from it, in reality, it's an investment. It's as if you are putting that seed in fertile soil. What's going to happen to it? Is it going to wither away? No. It's actually going to open up. It's going to grow. It's going to sprout. It's going to grow. And as it grows, it's not going to remain one seed. It's going to produce 700 seeds. And maybe even more. Depending on how you gave it, with what intention, with what love and dedication. So what does this ayah teach us? Firstly, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grows the good deeds for its doer. Every good deed you perform, every charity you give, it is like as if you are making an investment with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you give a date, in hadith we learn that if you give a date, a date fruit, something so tiny, you give that, in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of it and He will make it grow until it will be like the size of a mountain. Can you imagine a date turning into the size of a mountain? What does this mean? You give one small thing in the way of Allah and Allah will not leave you poor. Allah will not leave you empty-handed. Allah will not waste your effort. Allah will multiply it for you. Allah will increase it for you. One good deed will lead to another. And in the hereafter, you will see so much more reward because of the little that you did with sincerity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is generous. So what this means is that when we give in the way of Allah, our focus should not just be on the quantity. Don't just worry about getting $50 into charity. Your goal should be to give it with sincerity, love, dedication, hope, trust. Because 
If you think about it, some seeds, when they're put in the soil, they don't grow. Other seeds grow. What's the difference? The difference is in the quality. So what's the quality of the sadaqah that you give? What's the quality of the deeds that you perform? That matters. And what this also teaches us is that anything you give in the way of Allah is not going to go waste. Is anybody allergic to sesame seeds here? Okay, I'll keep this away from you. I want you to try to look at the size of these seeds. Do you see them on my fingertips? Do you see the size of one seed? Do you see it? This is a habba. Your charity, something that you give to Allah, can be as small as this. You might think it's irrelevant, it's not going to make a difference in the world if I give ten dollars. It's not going to make a difference to the world if I give two dollars. It's going to make a difference to you. How is it going to make a difference to you? Because this one seed can turn into seven hundred. This one act of charity can turn into seven hundred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most generous. So yes, focus on the quantity, but also focus on the quality. Give. Don't belittle any act of charity. But when you give it, give it with love. Don't give it with doubt. That I don't know if I'm ever going to get this back. Well, you know what, let's see what happens. No, give it with confidence. I'm giving it to Allah, who will take it as a loan, who will give it back to me, multiplied many times over. Yes, today if I'm giving it away, I will not see it anymore. But Allah will return it to me. Wallahu يُضَاعِفُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses the one who spends. As long as a person spends in the way of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes his wealth grow. Look at this hadith on page 19, at the bottom of the page. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah selects some people for blessings. Meaning He chooses them, and He gives them some blessings. Why? In order to benefit the rest of the servants through them. You understand what's happening? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving to one person, and not the three people around him, one sibling, and not the other siblings. Why? Because the one sibling... One person that Allah is giving to, Allah expects from that person that He will give to others. He will give to His siblings. He will give it to those around Him. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah continues to bless them as long as they spend. As long as they keep giving, Allah also keeps giving them. But when they withhold, when they become stingy, they're like, no, no, me first. What about me? Then He takes the blessings away from them and transfers them somewhere else. So spend and keep spending. And like the Prophet ﷺ advised, do not fear poverty from the owner of the throne. Allah is the owner of the throne. And remember how vast, how massive the throne is? Allah created that. He owns that. If you give a little bit, a tiny minuscule amount to please Him, you think He's going to leave you poor? What do you expect from Him? Give and expect more from Him. Give habba. One small habba. And expect more from Him. الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ But there are some rules of spending. Those people who spend their wealth في سَبِيلِ الله, In the way of Allah. ثُمَّ then لَا يُتْبِعُونَ They do not cause to follow. مَا أَنْفَقُوا Whatever they have spent. 
Meaning, once they have given something, they don't follow it up with mannan wala adha. Neither man nor adha. They don't do man after they give something away. They don't do adha when they give in charity. What does it mean by man? Man is from meem noon noon, and man literally means a huge favor. Okay? What is man? A huge favor. Not a little favor, a huge favor. But manna, when a person manna, what that means is that he considers his gift to be huge. He gave something very little, but he considers it like a big deal. So what does he do? He keeps reminding the other person. Even five years later, when that money is all gone, when that food is finished, oh, remember I baked that cake for you? Remember I gave you $10 as Eidi? Remember I paid for your lunch? Well, that lunch is digested, finished, gone. But he considers it to be such a big deal that he keeps reminding of it. Adha. What is adha? To cause hurt to someone. How? Like for example, by telling people, you help somebody in need, and then you go tell 20 people, oh by the way, this friend of mine, she didn't have a jacket, she's so poor, so I bought her a jacket. I gave her my old jacket. Now if that friend would find out, this is how you're talking to people about her, how would she feel? Hurt. Isn't it? Hurt. So those people who spend their money in the way of Allah, and then they do not do man or adha, لَهُمْ أَجْرُهُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ They will have their reward with Allah. وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And in the hereafter, they will have no fear and no grief. What happens is that when you do man on others, when you remind others of the favor that you've done to them, why do you do that? Like for example, you remind your brother, I bought you lunch yesterday. Why are you saying that? Why would you say that? Exactly, because you want your lunch from them today. You want them to reciprocate. Or at least you want them to be nice to you. You want them to accept that you're better than them. You want something out of them, right? That's why you would remind them. So basically, man leads to expectation. And expectation, when you begin to expect from people, you get disappointed. Because your brother didn't even turn around and thank you. You bought him lunch yesterday, you're buying him lunch again today, and he didn't say thank you yesterday, he didn't say thank you today. Right? It, it may happen. So when you're expecting, you will be disappointed. When you'll be disappointed, you will have regrets. Huzn. You will have khawf. What will I have tomorrow? But when you give for the sake of Allah, and you don't expect even a thank you from the other person, so you don't remind them, you don't cause them any hurt, by reminding them, by telling others about it, then such people will have reward with Allah, well preserved. Their charity will be multiplied many times over. No fear and no grief.